0: episode number 34 of the Between the Cracks Podcast. I am your host, Bill, and with me, as always, is my co-host, Chris. Hola, Chris! Como esta?
1: Bien, he, uh, you too. Huh? Uh, what the fuck did you say? <laughs> we just, uh, we never learn, do we?
0: No, no, absolutely <laughs> not. So, uh, after we had promised everybody that we were going to be back on track recording, <laughs> uh an episode weekly we are at our longest stint as far as breaks in between episodes go chris i think we're about two weeks and by the time this episode comes out it'll probably be about two and a half weeks
1: what did we do during this this time we we did lots of research right Uh, is that what you were doing
0: tons of research indeed but uh chris we have been playing which is great Tons of softball, and uh, we got to tell the good people, Chris, that we just have not been able to have our schedules match up because of your softball schedule, bud. You've been playing every fucking night. How's that going?
1: (laughs) You know, I cut back on league specifically because it was getting too crazy, and like I wanted some actual time, and I didn't want to like spend all weekends and stuff doing that. And then this whole reduced schedule has, like, had the games crammed in, so, like, what would normally be, like, kind of somewhat easy to manage turned into, like, a game a day every week. I'm too old for this shit. After, like, three games consecutively, I start getting, like, shin splints. Oh, yeah, you'll start to fucking feel it. And I'm just, like, I... This, my body just is not... It's not capable of keeping up anymore.
0: Like, I'm definitely feeling everything, dude. Like, we went and... <laughs> I was up at the field the other day, and, uh, unfortunately, after I left... Uh, a friend of mine was going to field a, a ground ball, and I don't know what happened, uh, but s- <laughs> cleat or some shit got caught. And um, I'm assuming in that new turf, or he tripped over a bag, but he ended up in the ER with a, I think he has a tear in it. And even though that we're just doing scrimmages and practices this year, I mean, we got guys dropping like flies
1: already. <laughs> <laughs> the fucking mechanical knee, the braces. <laughs> but now,
0: Chris, with all that being said, uh, I have a bat and two balls here. Would you like to... Play with those? Get the fuck out of my face. <laughs> and we're back! Oh, God,
1: so what else is going on in your world, Chris? R- really nothing. The only thing I'm, I'm, I'm happy about is the, the weather, for once. Now that it is
0: uh, dipping below 60 degrees on most days, I am feeling A-okay. Now, as we uh, dive into this holiday season... We have Halloween, Thanksgiving, and Christmas coming up now, but this is the time of year where we start to excel, and I'm making a proclamation tonight: we will be back on track with an episode a week.
1: Uh, well, I'm gonna go ahead and just I won't confirm or deny that that could happen. Well,
0: I think you know I got a couple of different ideas for some episodes, so I was thinking next time you're up, I was thinking we should do a, a viewing. At night, by ourselves, of The Exorcist, and then do an episode on that. Which, I have a fucking problem with that movie, dude. I don't like it one bit.
1: Yeah, that is one of those old movies that, like, just scares generations, all the generations after. It's just, they did something right with that one. Not to mention the whole behind-the-scenes stuff that was going on with that movie, too. Because people
0: were fucking dying and shit. Like, we talked about, like, with that poltergeist haunting. Like, there was weird, weird shit going on on that set but you know the thing that also scares me too is just how grainy it was and like linda blair just
1: looks like a fucking lunatic man with that
0: makeup like i would never be able to watch that by
1: myself (laughs) definitely goes down as one of the all-time for me for i because like scary movies are stupid usually right they're just like whatever they're dumb they're you know fake but I don't know. Something about an exorcism, and then that face that just kind of gets burned in your brain. Like you'll never forget that face.
0: Oh, bro! And then they had the um, uh, some of the deleted scenes, or like the, the remastered copy that they like. I saw the trailer to, and <laughs> one of the scenes where she comes running down the stairs on all. Oh my four, god! Oh my dude! You know what I'm saying? All four. The but crab walking, yes, but backwards. Yeah, oh, like oh god! It's fucking horrifying.
1: Oh my goodness! I forgot about that, dude.
0: That's the scariest thing I've ever fucking seen. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, dude. So that
0: we we gotta do that. That'll be fun, like Halloween episode to do, or some shit like that.
1: <laughs> I like how we always say we're gonna do some scary Halloween special, and that involves us going into some abandoned building or some uh, okay, sort. Well, not... we were
0: supposed to go to that hotel, but then <laughs> I never got around to fucking
1: booking it. <laughs> <up. laughs> how convenient! <laughs> we're not. we we would not dare stay there alone. <laughs> Yeah, we would probably fucking be out of there within a few hours anyway. Not to mention, we'd probably be the only people staying there, which would be even creepier. Oh my god, especially
0: right now with the COVID shit. Yeah, I bet we'd probably be uh, one of only a few there, which would make it far fucking worse. Now, Chris, with that said, can you please assist me in telling the good people what we're talking about
1: tonight? We are talking about none other... Then the Ness, oh, the (laughs) Loch. Now, Chris, do you know that Loch means lake? I do now. (laughs) (laughs) Lake
0: Ness. I got to say, though, Chris, out of all the cryptids, like Bigfoot, Mothman, Chupacabra, (laughs) Nessie, the Loch Ness Monster, is by far my favorite. Now, as we said, it takes place in Loch Ness, Lake Ness, which is located in Scotland. Now... The area here, I mean, it's beautiful, but there is just an ominous vibe to it. Like, you got the rolling green hills, the water is dark, cold, and very fucking deep. And there's always a mist above the water, and it's always very foggy, so that always adds to the lore. Because, you know, when when you're looking out at a, a body of water, and you can see these different wakes and waves and whatnot, your mind can obviously play tricks on you, but you know, if you add fog into that and you add the history of this supposed cryptid that lives in this lake, it's easy to see how people can kind of turn any little visual into what they perceive to be a sighting of Loch Ness Monster. You know, as we always say on this uh, show, Chris, nothing scares us more than creatures that live in the uh, depths of deep water. Generally speaking, when you, when you think of that, you think of the ocean. But uh, not in this case, because Loch Ness, or Lake Ness, is actually the second largest lake in all of the Scottish Highlands. This body of water extends nearly 23 fucking miles. Now, think about that for a second, dude. This is no ordinary
1: lake. This, this, this thing looks like an ocean in itself. Yeah, that's massive. I mean, the width of the lake is about... Or at its, at its at its highest width, anyway, is 1.7 miles, but 20 almost 23 miles long, and the scary part is that its deepest point is 744 feet deep. Dude, that that that's absolutely insane. Like
0: I've even read measurements as far as 755 feet so i mean it's somewhere within that range which <laughs> is fucking insane and what's even crazier this isn't even the deepest fucking lake in scotland Loch Morar, m-o-r-a-r i believe i'm saying that right is uh the deepest
1: uh, what depth
0: uh you asked the depth of it chris was that your question yeah. an astounding 1017 feet fucking deep <laughs>
1: <laughs> now <laughs> fuck you what do you think lurks down there brother <laughs> and that's the very uh like you could bring a goddamn submarine in there <laughs> i would never in a million years because you just don't i don't care if it's a freshwater lake or not you just don't know
0: well like you were mentioning on the last episode right so like i mean there there's been bull sharks that have navigated all the ways up into freshwater areas right
1: yeah, they usually travel through brackish water to get there, but I actually believe that the original Jaws story is actually not um, a great white. It's actually, it was the New Jersey um, attacks by bull shark that came up into freshwater areas and actually attacked people. Yeah, and quite a few people, right? Wasn't that like in the 40s or some shit? Like, it was yeah, a white pack. I, I can't remember, uh, I, I know, I, I'm pretty sure it killed a few people, or at least a couple people, but... It was a bull shark. It was not a a great white because it actually came through rivers and into a lake, I think, maybe at one point. I don't know what rivers run into Loch Ness or if there are any. Oh, there is because there's the river... There's inflows from the River Caledonian, Morriston, Foyers. There's a bunch of rivers, but I don't know if they run from the ocean or not. If that is true, then forget it even more.
0: Anything could be in there. I mean... We won't spend too much time uh, separating on all all the attributes of the beautiful Loch Ness, but uh, just to give you the quick rundown, just so we we have a a visual representation of what the hell we're actually talking about here, the length of Loch Ness is roughly 22.5 miles. The width, as Chris had said, is about 1.7 miles. The overall surface area that we're looking at is about 22 miles. Now, (laughs) this is scary. Square miles. (laughs) The average depth is average is 433 feet dude so i mean this is what we're dealing with and within this large body of water lurks something we don't know what there have been sightings that have taken place throughout the centuries i mean this is nothing new it's been going back hundreds and hundreds of years that would tell you that something is in this body of water now chris why don't we run down some of the more infamous sightings that have taken place throughout the years
1: We'll start off, I think, with just the first mention of this beast or monster, if you will, the sighting or report back f- by uh, Saint Columba in the year five sixty five. I think
0: I think you mean uh, Christopher Columbus.
1: <laughs> no, I don't. I don't think uh, old Christopher was around quite yet. Oh, I'm sorry, Saint Columba. You're right. I'm. I apologize, Chris. <laughs> This was an Irish monk who was staying in the land of the Picts with some companions of his. And they encountered that there was, a, there was a man swimming in the river and was being attacked by a water beast that apparently mauled this man and dragged him underwater. And that they had they had tried to rescue him in a boat, but he ended up being killed. First of all, if somebody was just killed in this water by some beast, and now you're going to send somebody out into the water to go <laughs> swim across it... <laughs> i'm not taking that job so apparently and this is where it kind of gets a little funny the beast approached this man that they sent out uh luin, um i'm gonna butcher the name luin moko mean um, the, 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 be- <laughs> the beast approached him you had a very
0: sensual tone when you said that chris
1: <laughs> but old saint columba he made the sign of the cross and i quote he says go no further do not touch the man Go back at once. And sure as shit, that creature stopped dead in his tracks. Oh my god! I mean, that, that, that ties in perfectly
0: with fucking Linda Blair from The Exorcist, right? Like the priest holding up the, like, the, the cross. And they say,
1: as if the beast had been pulled back with ropes, it fled. Hmm. And uh, the, the men uh, apparently gave thanks for what they had perceived as a miracle. So this took place in the River Ness rather than in the lock itself because there's the river and then there's the lake this was the first mention of a possible beast sighting near loch ness
0: now i mean upon hearing this (laughs) i mean you would think i would say initially there was some credibility to the claim of some giant water beast attacking one of these guys but you know threatening a thing with some kind of, uh, you know, religious prayer or something like that or some kind of form of exorcism and a thing just disappears. So, I mean, that that kind of uh, uh, lends itself to a little bit more of uh, folklore than anything else. Now, you get the... You start well, Bill, we- <laughs> Yes, the, yes. the power of Christ compels you. Oh, Chris, please, let's not bring politics or religion into the show. The show is on life support as it is, pal. <laughs> <laughs> but you gotta wonder, dude, like, are there sturgeon in this fucking lake? Like, I mean, what, what, they, this could be anything that's great, you know, like, a, a giant eel, it could be misconstrued as anything that, like, could have wrapped itself around this guy, you know? So, like, you wonder, or maybe they, they were suffering from scurvy or they're fucking hallucinating or some shit.
1: I don't know if you've ever seen the movie The Princess Bride the giant like lake that the, the boat goes through and there's the shrieking eels and there are these massive eels that are in the water. Oh uh, dude I will... And then it just comes come after you at night. Anyway, yes, who knows what the fuck I, I mean, granted back in the day when there's descriptions of everything, a lot of thing is taken as omens or uh, witchcraft, this and that. So there could have likely been a large creature in the water that did this. But we don't know what it would have been. But still, you're talking about back in 565, so we don't know what the hell could have been lurking in the depths.
0: I mean, for of fucking, for list. Christ's sake, the year only had three numbers. <laughs> but you know, I got a funny story about an eel, dude. I I hate eels, right? So my mother used to take me down to Orchard Beach in the Bronx, and this is back in the 80s, so it was, it was a real bottom of the barrel shithole. Like there was broken. My cousin cut his foot on broken glass in the water and all shit. Anyway, I was probably about, I would say 10, maybe a little younger, and I was only probably in about three feet of water, so, you know, like, I I was up to my, maybe, torso, but I was looking down, and a fucking eel went through
1: my legs, dude. Oh, God. Uh,
0: and that that was literally, I I didn't go back into the ocean until I was an adult after that.
1: And that's where your fear of water came from.
0: Fucking terrible,
1: dude. Yeah, those slimy little bastards. Those things are freaky. Now, like little like water snakes.
0: It's uh, disgusting. Now, with that said, Chris, would you like to see the eel that's swimming between my legs now?
1: <laughs> Back off, asshole.
0: All right, let's jump ahead. We, we can't we can't stay in these three year fucking uh th- we can't stay in these three digit years. That's too far fucking back. Uh, here's one that caught my eye, and I thought this one was pretty funny, Chris. So let's uh, let's move ahead to October of 1871. I mean, granted, we're still <laughs> we're still out of touch, but my God, at least we're we're into the 1800s at this point. And uh, there was a gentleman by the name of uh, D. McKenzie. Uh, I don't know what his first name is, so we'll just go by Dick. Dick McKenzie. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, reportedly, this, so Dick reportedly saw an object resembling <laughs> a log um, of an unturned boat, which was uh, churning up in the water. Now, the object moves slowly at first, as you would probably think, like, thinking it's a log, it's making its way floating, it's, it's following wind pa- patterns or the current of the water, but apparently it started to uh, move a little faster. So, this guy, Mackenzie then fucking, te- I, was gonna, I was gonna say telegraphs back then, but I think he actually just wrote a letter to the Royal Navy of his findings, and this then added to the lore, dude. So, like, the, the interest... In the Loch Ness Monster, at that point, caught fire again. So even though it was documented back, as we said, in the year 565, it didn't really start gaining major traction until Old Dick Mackenzie had written this letter to uh, the Royal uh, Navy of what he saw in Loch that day. And after that, it spread like wildfire.
1: I'm just, I'm just imagining a log that just starts running away from you in the water. <coughs> would you like but, to, would you like no, to, at, would you would you like to don't see, do it would you like to see
0: one of my logs
1: that are floating in the water nobody wants to see that Jesus. Uh,
0: I, I'm guessing this might be our last episode ever this is really going terribly everything the wheels are coming
1: <laughs> off in the next decade uh, in the year eighteen eighty eight Alexander Macdonald who's a mason of abria Ooh, that's, love um, that. That's just gonna how I'm gonna pronounce it. Cited a large, stubby-legged animal.
0: <laughs> I, I'm sorry. Come again.
1: <laughs> a stubby-legged animal, <laughs> which clearly fits the uh, plesiosaur. Saw this surface from lake and propel itself within 50 yards of the shore where he was standing. And then he reported this sighting to the water bailiff, which is basically like the the equivalent of, like, water police, by the name Alex Campbell, and described the creature as looking like a salamander. Yeah.
0: Now, you think about, like, have you ever seen pictures of giant salamanders, dude?
1: Not, no, I mean, I just saw one the other day, like, a tiny one, but I've never seen giant ones before.
0: Apparently, Chris, uh, one of the largest ones is the Japanese giant salamander, which fucking reaches up to 4.7
1: feet! Fuck. Ugh! That slimy fuck. I'm used to seeing, like, 3 to 4... Four-inch salamanders. No, bro,
0: seriously, I mean, that, that really could be... Let's keep that in in the file there, because this Loch Ness monster may be a fucking salamander.
1: I mean, hardly a beast, but... but still as yeah, horrifying. S- still, still something that you would not be expecting to see, I guess. Yeah, okay, so that, that was the accounts of Alexander MacDonald in 1888.
0: Yeah, so then things went dormant for a while. There wasn't really much going on. Uh, that is until the year 19... 19- 33 this one takes us out of the lock momentarily there was a man by the name of george spicer and his uh wife they quote unquote saw a most extraordinary form of animal cross the road in front of their car so basically they're saying this thing left the lake crossed the street to dive back into uh another section of the lock (laughs) but they described this creature as having a large body About four feet high and 25 feet long. So, I mean, you gotta imagine it's gonna take a little bit of time for this fat fuck to cross the street. Now, it had a long, wavy, narrow neck. The neck was about the size of an elephant's trunk. They also uh, reported that it had no limbs. So, I mean, basically, we're talking about a fucking snake here, a large, (laughs) or a large eel. It lurched across the roadway towards the lock, 20 yards away leaving a trail of broken undergrowth in its wake. So essentially what they're saying is that this eel-like creature slithered across the street, down an embankment, and back into the lake. At 25 feet long, about 4 feet high, and, and with a neck the, the neck that's about uh, 10 to 12 feet, it's hard to believe that that is actually a um, credible sighting.
1: At that size, how are they the only ones to see it? May I ask if there was any psychedelic mushrooms uh, on the <laughs> along the roadside? Apparently the sightings
0: increased after they built a road along side of the lock. Uh Hello? Of course, now you got people fucking driving back and forth. I mean, where there was nobody using any of this area for transportation before. So the more eyes you have out there, the more fucking claims and and witnesses you're going to have to seeing something or the the perception that they saw something. You got to wonder about the credibility of this claim because this is the only one that we have ever come across where the monster itself left the lake and was scurrying on dry land.
1: Not only is that depiction... Uh, the first time anyone's seeing it really being out of the lake, but also at that size.
0: That size and without those stubby little legs that were reported earlier. I mean, I, I think we got to chalk that one up immediately as bullshit. But that leads us into a, the most famous sighting to date, Chris, which took place in the following year of 1934. Something that is known simply as the Surgeon's Photograph. This is the infamous photograph that I'm sure everybody recognizes. You know, this is the world famous photograph that it's black and white and, you know, it's very grainy and it has like this black eelish looking creature which appears to be raising its head out of the water with its elongated neck.
1: This was taken by a man who at the time was, it was anonymous because he refused to give his name at the time and, and so that's why it was referred to as the surgeon's photograph. Well, that name has now been Revealed it, in fact, was a man named Robert Kenneth Wilson. And according to him, when he saw the monster, he quickly grabbed his camera and he snapped off four photos. But only two of the exposures came out clearly. And if by clearly he means the ones that we were able to see, then I would imagine that the other ones were really blurry. Um, (laughs) The first reported picture shows a small head and back... The second shows a similar head, but in more of a diving position as if they're going back into the water. But the first photo was the one that became well known. The second one, apparently because of its blurriness, just really got no publicity at all. For 60 years, this was considered the basically evidence that this thing existed, Uh, even though obviously you're going to have a bunch of skeptics, not only because... The photo is not really clear evidence of anything you do see something coming up out of the water but you can't make out what it was you can't even make out if it's the head or you can't really see the scale at all of this photo to see if that what he took a picture of was a very large creature or just something small so this obviously was analyzed repeatedly by professionals um, just to try to make out exactly What the size of this thing could be so they, you know the ripples of the water they basically came up to a point where they found that the appearance of this looks as if that the picture was taken up close to make the kind of give the perception that the that there were large waves given off by the creature upon further review in 93 by the makers of the discovery communications documentary after analyzing the photo, appears that they think that the object was small, only about two to f- three feet long. <laughs> In '94, so, it was basically agreed upon that this was basically just an elaborate hoax. Yeah, I mean, um, because
0: there, there's definitely no definition or any visible characteristics. It's just like a, a, a like a it looks like a black fucking sock puppet or some shit like that. You know, like a black sock on someone's hand. <laughs> like coming out of the water. That's Imagine. what it looks like. Yeah, that's what it fucking looks like.
1: Now, you see the fucking guy's head <laughs> in the corner.
0: But yeah, as you said, you know, it it took quite some time, but it, it was eventually debunked. But uh yeah. let's get out of this time frame, Chris, and let's move into 2007. And now this is the one I found very interesting. This is called the Holmes video. Now, let me give you a little insight into the Holmes video. On May 26th of 2007, 55-year-old laboratory tech Gordon Holmes videotaped what he said was, quote-unquote, this jet black thing, which was about 46 feet long. I, I love the rough, rough, rough estimates. Like, well, not just 50 feet, 46 <laughs> feet long, uh, moving fairly fast in the water. Now, I just sent you a link of this video, Chris, and you had a chance to view it. Now, some people describe this as, quote-unquote, the best footage they've ever seen regarding um nessie let me ask you a question
1: what do you think i think it looks like a goddamn alligator that's going across (laughs) the surface of the water dude
0: (laughs) i thought the exact same thing now i'll post this on our on our fucking facebook page at some point but that thing i mean it does not look like uh, a log or anything that's floating the thing looks like it's fucking moving with a purpose so it to me it looks like a living creature Unless it's it, it, some sort of mechanical piece that's being, you know, controlled underneath the uh, the water with some falsified fucking head or body on top. But this thing looks and moves like a fucking alligator, which makes it even more horrifying that <laughs> there could be fucking alligators in this
1: lake. Oh, yeah. I mean, at this point, it's not even a matter if Loch Ness is is alive or not it's who the fuck wants to swim in this water anymore it's funny because <laughs> dude i wouldn't even take a boat out in this fucking thing fuck that it's it's too horrifying
0: there's t- it's too deep it's just too big there's too many things going on that we can't see i want no part of it but it's funny when uh you know people analyze this video a little further they're like oh well we don't think it's a loch ness monster but uh you know upon examination it looks like it could be an otter or a seal or a water bird now (laughs) what kind of water bird do you know that's that fucking big
1: (laughs) exactly and if they have birds that big too coming from the air and the sea so that was in 2007 so in 2011 Loch Ness boat captain Marcus Atkinson took some photographs with a sonar image now hold
0: hold on Chris did you say sonar
1: ooh oh yeah is beginning closer to the boat (laughs) alright I think that's good
0: (laughs) yes Chris continue
1: (laughs) and this this unidentified object which appeared to be five feet in length was following the boat
0: (laughs) I apologize Chris continue
1: was following the boat for two minutes at a depth of about 75 feet. Basically, they ruled out the possibility that this could have been a small fish or seal because of its size. And in April of 2012, uh, a scientist from the National Oceanography Center said that the image was what appeared to be a bloom of algae and zooplankton. Ill.
0: It's fucking gross. So. Uh, you can't win either it's an animal, some fucking unknown animal, or a gross fucking 30-pound piece of algae following you around. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's scarier in my opinion
0: (laughs) so um 2011 was a very busy year for nessie chris because uh that leads us into the infamous george edwards photograph now i don't know if you had a chance to look at this i'll post this one too on august 3rd of uh 2012 george edwards claimed to have taken a photograph on november 2nd of the previous year 2011 which shows nessie i took a look at the photo and uh, basically it looks like uh the hump of a back coming out of the water and uh, there's really no distinctive characteristics to it it it, it just kind of looks like almost like a smooth surface well what's funny here is that the photograph's authenticity was dismissed and uh, (laughs) basically there was this guy named Steve Feltham who worked on uh, a National Geographic channel documentary about the Loch Ness monster and uh, apparently this George Edwards worked with him on a documentary and the guy is saying that's no fucking monster that's nothing that's a fiberglass hump that we used when we were recording the documentary (laughs) so so this guy's <laughs> I yeah, must have just taken a picture uh, during a time frame when he was working on a documentary trying to fucking put it push it out there into the public, and one of the guys that was working with him said, What the fuck are you doing? That that's the <laughs> that's the thing that we used in the water when we were filming the fucking documentary. So what, what we're seeing now throughout history, Chris, and, and we're going back to from we're going all the ways back to 565 <laughs> through basically current day is uh a number of hoaxes and people trying to gain attention for some sort of bizarre reason. Like, you know, whether it be, you know, they believe that they're really seeing this thing or they know what they're doing is a hoax and that doesn't faze them. After going through all these years, why don't we wrap it up in a, this is one of my favorites, the one that took place in 2014, which is the Apple, (laughs) the Apple Maps photograph. Have you had a chance to view that?
1: picture oh i have <laughs> and, and i cannot <laughs> believe that apple was the one to actually find it they did it and they... un- unbeknownst to them of course
0: <laughs> they did it
1: that was a uh, take a gander at the photo and you get a chance um it basically shows what looks to be the wake of a boat um but it's you know you know how like Google images are and stuff and it kind of just shows, it, it doesn't appear to be an object in the in the frame it's just, and it's a far away shot and it just looks like this shape of water that's kind of parting.
0: Yeah so I mean it, it got it at the right angle where it almost looks like there's this you know a head, a body, a tail and almost like two like fin-like or arm-like looking uh, appendages on either side but you, you would have to assume it's the wake from a boat but The way the image is captured, it almost looks like it's a shadow beneath the water, right? So it almost looks like it's rising up to the surface, which it's horrifying.
1: It's actually eerie. Yes. it for sure. It
0: it doesn't look good. Now, with that said, Chris, with all these sightings and all this shit throughout the years, it's been matched with the same amount of interest from researchers, right? So there have been a number of um, research groups that have gone into the, uh, the Loch Ness and examined it, right? and and examined it thoroughly so the two that we're going to talk about here and i'm getting very tired chris so we have to wrap this shit up fucking quick i am getting very tired so the first thing i'm going to talk about is from 2003 and that's when the bbc sponsored a search of the lock right and they called it searching for the Loch Ness monster and they used 600 sonar beams and satellite tracking now I hate to burst your bubble, pal, but uh, the results came back fairly quickly, and uh, they were as follows. No animal of substantial size was found. Despite the reported hopes, the scientists involved admitted that this proves that the Loch Ness Monster was a myth.
1: Can you imagine pretty much knowing that it was a myth, but still dumping money into doing 600 sonar beams? and satellite tracking, just to, to really find out that it
0: But, dude, I, I, you know, like, I, if I had the money, I would investigate it, too. Like, like I, I, I don't know why. I know this thing has been debunked a thousand times, but don't you get the, the, the feeling that there could be something down there? I
1: don't know why. That's true. I mean, I guess, given the size of this lake, this lock, sorry, and the depth, I, I would definitely want to know if there's anything... <laughs> well, if there appears to be something on the radar... Um, <laughs> I would want to know if there was anything fucking freaky down there. I guess with, with the equipment they were using, I, I guess that's sufficient enough to gather the information they needed to make that that well, determination? let me tell
0: you this, Chris. All hope is not lost, if you ask me. And uh, that's because of the DNA survey that took place in 2018. Now, this is fucking... I mean this is this, to me it's gross they did a dna survey of the lake they were looking for unusual species and the results were published in 2019 and they said there there was no dna of any large fish such as sharks or sturgeons or catfish okay so they couldn't find any of that dna there was also no otter or seal dna but <laughs> you know what there was a lot of dna of what eels
1: Now, now you can imagine
0: this this thing is probably infested with fucking eels. One of the professors said that he could not rule out the possibility that there are eels of (laughs) very extreme sizes. Though none were found and none were ever caught, the possibility, because of the large amount of eel DNA, simply leaves the door open to the fact that there could be uh, rather large eels down there that we have yet to uh, come across. And you think about those slithering little bastards into the, the depths of that lake and into these little crevices.
1: That's all that's, that's all they needed to say for me to not go in there.
0: But he he does conclude by saying there is no giant, skelly reptile swimming around in, in Loch Ness. But, I mean, I don't know, dude. A giant eel is just as scary as a fucking, uh, <laughs> some kind of ancient dinosaur in my eyes. Yeah, it doesn't matter either way. You're damn right, it doesn't matter either way, so, (laughs) and the good thing is that we'll never have to find out, Chris, because I am not stepping foot in that fucking lake. Hell no. Let's talk about what we think uh, the Loch Ness Monster is, because I'm getting very tired, Chris, I can't even put together a complete (laughs) sentence at this point. Judging by the evidence that we have, those pictures and some of the videos, you know, the DNA uh, testing and the sonar,
1: Chris, buddy, what says you? 100% 100% bullshit.
0: Uh, Chris! <laughs> Fuck! Buddy, I didn't even get a chance to lean back in my chair.
1: Well, I I, I assessed uh, all the information that I was given, and um, I only needed one second to come up with my uh, determination.
0: <laughs> the assessment of uh, our investigation, which uh, took place with a couple of tabs open up here on a computer and uh, some YouTube videos. Uh, Chris, I am going to... Uh, God, I agree with you to some extent. I'm going to say, yes, the Loch Ness Monster itself, as far as being a dinosaur, is bullshit. However, there are other things just as horrifying that could be there that I believe may actually exist down there. One being a giant eel, and uh, God forbid, uh, some form of giant salamander.
1: I, I don't doubt that there's large fish or creatures in there of some sort. That, I agree, would be just as horrifying, probably as Loch Ness, especially those damn eels. But, yeah, I don't think there's any crazy beast, which is actually kind of surprising and disappointing. <laughs> I almost wish that there was something...
0: Uh, so, Chris, I think we're finally both in agreement here tonight that the Loch Ness monster is indeed bullshit, but we are still complete pussies and refusing to go into the water nonetheless.
1: My good people, we have taken down... We have busted this myth for you all for you
0: <laughs> we are 34 for 34 this is unfucking believable chris <laughs> look no further but that is it chris that is the case of the loch ness dickhead he has been debunked once and for all now with that said i am beyond tired i am getting more irritated by the second i have got to go to bed and i've got to close this out right now so let me do that you want to get in touch with us, you can reach us at btcpod2020 at gmail.com, or you can find us on Facebook at Between the Cracks Podcast, there's also a group there if you want to join a private group, nobody posts shit in that, so whatever, I don't care, or you can find us on Between the Cracks Podcast on Instagram, and you can message us there, I'll write you back if you have... uh, any questions about the show or you want us to cover a topic, just let us know. I don't give a shit either way. If you want to uh, donate, you can do that at patreon.com slash between the cracks podcast. All that goes to uh, recording and podcast needs. And it's always be much appreciated. There's some little uh, prizes you can get on there. Uh, stickers, wherever the fuck else there is, there. Shout outs on a show. We can do a show uh, on a topic of your choice. So whatever you guys decide to do. You think about it. I'm so fucking tired, Chris. I'm seeing double at this point. So uh, let's get the fuck out of here. Uh, so until next week, well, <laughs> uh, or the week after, or the week until after. Until next
1: time is probably better.
0: <laughs> or the week after that, or the week after that. Chris and I bid you the fondest, oh, farewell. Oh, I can safely say that was not one of our best.
1: Oh, long. God, dude. 91 minutes. Download. I'm downloading this, bitch. I'll worry about that tomorrow. There's some chunks to be taken yeah. over there for yeah. sure.